Dads, do you want a thriving business that doesn't control you? A passionate marriage and kids that adore you? Do you want to grow deeper in your faith? Be healthier, both physically and mentally? Build more meaningful relationships with your friends? Welcome to the Balanced Business Dad Podcast, where in each episode, we dive into balancing and optimizing the six pillars of life, faith, health, marriage, fatherhood, brotherhood, and business. And here are your hosts, pioneers of the Balanced Business Dad movement, Dustin Hogue and RJ Campbell. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Balanced Business Dad. I'm your host, Mr. Dustin Hogue, with me always... The very senior, the very wise, <laughs> the very distinguished Ooh. Mr. R.J. Campbell. R.J., how are we doing today? Doing great. I am better now that I'm distinguished. I like that. I don't think you can be young and distinguished. Though. I agree. No. So it's still kind of mm-hmm. getting crapped on a little. Yeah. But distinguished is cool. It is. I, yeah, I think that's, now, I mean, that's Sean Connery distinguished. Yeah. And part of the reason he said that is I am wearing a monocle today. Yeah. You know. There you go. And a top hat. There you go. <laughs> I have no idea where this episode's going yet. I feel like we're almost obligated to talk about what we're about to talk about. We pulled this one out of our, for a reason. Yeah. So it's, you know, we're part of a lot of dads groups. A lot of dads reach out to us through our Facebook page. Plug that, go to dadupgroup.com, join the free Facebook group where we can have conversations, but we hear this a lot and I see a lot of dads complaining on it. And the questions that we're hearing that we're seeing all the time is I don't get enough sex there. I said it, said it. I don't know if we can make this for kids anymore. I don't think it is anyway, but the, I don't get enough sex or why don't I have enough sex or why can't I, how do I have more sex and just blah, 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 blah. And well, honestly, dads, it's pitiful. It is wine, wine, wine. Yeah. Like, is that attractive? Do you think that's attractive if you're whining about it? Now I'm going to say, I'm going to hope that you're not whining to your wife that way. Right. Maybe you are, maybe you're not. But if you are, there's challenges. Let's talk. We, yeah. we can go through that. Right. They don't find that attractive, by the way. Right. But where is this expectation, I think is the best way to say it, on we should be having sex or how much sex we should be having or this kind of sex we should be having or using these toys with it, whatever it may be. Where is this expectation coming from? I think it's the first question you have to ask yourself. Yeah, we see it too. Yeah, it is amazing how much we see it from, like I said, dads on these groups that run. Yeah. I ask this question a lot. Yeah. Why? No, I mean, why are they asking that question? Yeah. Why, why is this such a, a thing in your life, I would say? Now, I obviously believe sex is very important in a marriage. So I'm not saying that it's not, but I'm saying this expectation of, and I also, I think that a lot of these dads think all these other guys are just having sex, you know, 15 times a day, Right. Guys, this isn't high school, right? First of all, it's not a competition with your fellow dads. Correct. Right? That's a big one. Why would you even try to compete with that? Why would you even try to, why why would you even care? I think that's a really, really big one right now. But second of all, this expectation of where is this coming from? And then my question that I always ask every dad, are you showing up as the person that your spouse would want to have sex with? Boy, that's what drives it all. It does. Are you sexy to them? Right. Yeah. Are you showing up as sexy? Yeah. Right. And I'm not ever just talking looks when you say sexy, (laughs) but I'm showing up. Are you showing up as the man that they want? Are you showing up as the man that they need? Are you speaking their love language to show intimacy? Right. Right. There's so much that goes involved with that. So I'm going to say it's your fault, dad. That's what I'd say. It takes two. Yeah. Without a doubt. 
as the great Dr. Phil. God, I love making fun of Dr. Phil. I wish I could talk just like him, Dr. Phil, how nice one. But one saying of his that I love, eh, love's a little strong. No matter how thin you make a pancake, still has two sides. There you go. It's you too. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. And I'm going to say it's probably more you. I think so too. Right? Because if you're just expecting this, that's not right. And then I think so many of dads, and I'm probably guilty of it. No, I am guilty of this. Right in the honeymoon stage, if you will, in the dating stage, there might have been different mm-hmm. intimacy levels, Yep, more intimacy levels, but I bet you were different too. That's exactly right. Right. I don't think that you just, she just magically changed and you've been doing the exact same thing you always were, were you? No, because the reality of it is life happens, right? So what I would look into is go back and show up as that person. Great point. Yeah. When you were courting her. Right. Because we were all born in the 1800s when they used <laughs> <Close>. that word. <laughs> yeah. When you were dating, when you were wooing her. Yeah. All these words we don't use anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You were different. Yeah. The author of the uh, compound effect, Darren Hardy. Great book. If you haven't read it, uh, maybe one day I'll put a, together a book list for all the dads out there that we can. I need to start. I know I'm going to interrupt here because I'm going to go back. This is what I should start every podcast with. And I am going to from now on. Ooh. Dustin, what book are you reading right now? I am reading the tribe of millionaires right now. There you go. Phenomenal book. Um, (laughs) Anyway, Darren Hardy talks about when he was looking for a wife, which I don't know how many guys will admit that they're actually looking for a spouse these days because I think they, I don't need that blah, 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 but yeah, you are. But um, when he said he was looking for a wife, he made a list of everything this woman was supposed to be, what was to have, what she was supposed to look like this entire list, this checklist that this woman that he wanted to spend the rest of his life with was going to have to check all of these boxes. And he said, after a long time of failing, he couldn't find this woman. She didn't exist. He then reversed his question and said, who do I have to become? What kind of man do I have to become for this woman that I've made up in my head would be attracted to? And he said, once he started working on himself, once he started becoming that person, the woman he was looking for showed up. So dads, you know, we started this off talking about sex, but I think it's really about showing up. Yep. And expectations. Yeah. Absolutely. We had a long discussion on that. We had just recently our balanced business dad retreat Mm -hmm. and there was a big discussion on expectations. Yeah. Nobody ever is living up to your expectations, no matter what they are. You're expecting sex so many times a week. Is that communicated? Right. Is that literally just your expectation and nobody knows that? Is it even realistic? Is that what she wants? Do you deserve it? Yeah. Expectations are huge. We all have expectations, but how many times do you communicate that expectation to your significant other, to your spouse? And the reality of it is our expectations control us. They control our feelings for sure. Right? So think about that. You know, I have young kids. RJ's kids are older than him, but remember when your kids were younger and you take them, I'm going to use Disney, but even anything park, you take them anywhere <laughs> and they're so excited about everything because they had no expectations. Everything was good. Nothing let them down. I remember very, very well. We get out to, we took my son for his sixth birthday. Our whole family went, but to Disney. And instead of cramming in a bus, yes, we went all out and we got a limo for our family, (laughs) which was cool and everything like that. So we're in the limo and we're going to the resort, the Disney resort, and we get out and now we're just at the hotel. And my daughter, who's two at the time, we're at Disney. This is the greatest place in the world. We're literally not even to the lobby of the hotel. <laughs> but that's her expectation. She just knew we were supposed to be excited because we were at Disney. There was no <laughs> expectation involved in that. I have that same, a very similar story about Disney that we still laugh about. So I have three kids. 
the first time we took them to Disney. It was also the first time our kids had ever been on an airplane. Mm. So we get on a plane, there are five of us. And so I have two boys and then our daughter's the youngest. So my wife and I and our daughter, and she was only about four years old or five years old. She was young. She was little. She's sitting in the row with us. My two sons are in the row in front of us. And before the plane takes off, the flight attendant comes around and asks the boys if they would like a soda or something to drink. And our middle son, Blake, who was probably, you know, nine or 10 at the time, he looks back at us, you know, between the seats. And we're like, yeah, you can have a soda. And she's like, yeah, you can have all the sodas you want. And <laughs> Blake's such, he's such a charm. <laughs> he just looks up at her and is like, and it, it's the greatest line ever. He just looks at me and just sighs like, and just says, this is the life. <laughs> all you can a, drink soda. On a plane for the first time, I'm going to Disney World and I can have all the soda I want. Life and we still good, laugh about that. Yeah. Blake's 30 now. He will be 30 <laughs> this coming weekend. But yeah, and we still laugh about this is the life. Well, that yeah. was his expectation. Very little. Yeah. Soda, Disney and an airplane. Oh, hell. How's it getting any better than that? Yeah. I actually <laughs> ask a lot of the kids what their favorite part of Disney is. Young kids. I bet six out of 10 I've ever asked. They always say the hotel pool. <laughs> yeah. Right. So that means I can go to the Holiday Inn with the hotel pool and my kids will be happy instead of spending $15,000. But that's yeah, right. <laughs> not so, to get on my soapbox on that one. <laughs> so we really went roundabout on this conversation, right. but we went to expectations. Expectations. Huge part. Expectations will always disappoint you. Yes. Your expectations are always higher than what is going to happen. Yeah. And that comes and pertains to sex and the marriage the same way. So yeah. maybe communication instead of expectation. Yeah. And, and don't expect it because honestly we don't, you know, I mean, that's not what humans, right? This is our, our modern age says that sex is this pleasure thing, which again, I'm all for the pleasure thing of it, but it was to reproduce, right? So the expectation shouldn't be there. Anything that we do get behind that is should be pleasure. Yeah. It's bonus. And I'm going to say you need to show up. I have to show up. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you another story. This was just last night when... I am looking for positive affirmation. Mm. I will put myself down jokingly, but I put myself down knowing then that my wife will contradict that. And that makes me feel bad. Oh no, honey, you are, you know, whatever. And I do it all the time. She's always like, you know, talking bad about yourself is the worst thing you can do for your self-esteem. I was like, Oh, I know, but I don't really mean it. Well, I can tell if you say it enough, start to sink in. Well, last night, I was saying again, joking on a particular, you know, about something and putting myself down. And my wife said to me, her usual, you know, you've got to quit doing that. That's not good. And then she added, and I don't find it attractive. Ooh. So she didn't give you your positive information, did she? She did. And then she added that. And she's never said that before. She didn't say it in a mean way, but she said it seriously. And I thought, well, that's what she's been getting at all these years. It's not attractive. Could be in a whiny little... I know you think it's funny. It's not. And I'm sure serious. I don't find that attractive. Probably won't ever do that again. But not. Only took me 35 years of marriage to figure that one out. Well, slow learner, guys. <laughs> so Sometimes anyway, we have to talk slow. Yeah. <laughs> so that really did. That's honest to God. That was last night mm. when we were talking. I'm like, damn. Thank God she doesn't hit me with a skillet, but that was pretty much the same but thing. But honestly, yeah. sometimes the skillet would be better. Skillet would have been better than that one. Yeah. So, yeah. So there's one. I mean, that's, that's not earning it. Yeah. You're not showing up. Yeah. You're not being whatever you're supposed to be. So, you know, dads, on the last episode, we talked about the dad up framework and what dad up meant. Here's a perfect, perfect 
place to start dad up, dad up this part of your life. Yeah. Let's quit. And I'm just going to use the word quit bitching, quit expecting and show up like the man our spouses deserve as the man our wives want us to be. And let's go out there and kill it. Amen. Weird episode, but we made it through it. We and this did. one just literally just came out of thin air after seeing this so many times. I'm just, I was so sick and tired of it. So sick and tired of it. Yep. All right, guys. Again, we'll see you next time. That's it. So we're rolling out of here. Yep. So remember a couple of things we say before this podcast, it's free. It's our little service to you. Help us out. Rate it. Yeah. Just, it's all you need to do. Just give it a rating. Helps it get out there so other dads can find it. And the most important thing too for us and for you guys, we have a free Facebook group. We have hundreds of dads doing life together in the Balanced Business Dad Facebook group. So just go to dadupgroup.com. Dadupgroup.com. We'll take you right to that Facebook group. Yeah, just go to there. Dadupgroup.com takes you right to that Facebook group. So you can sign up there and continue these conversations. And when you sign up, you also get access to the data framework. Data framework. There's going to be a pinned post up top there with a video as well as a image showing you what the data framework is, how we use it and uh, how it can help you. Yep. It's perfect. So until next time, guys, we'll see you then. Data up. This is the podcastfactory.com.